You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Captain Gwyneth P is about to come to the outside and make a race of it. Sure thing, Captain, into the home straight. Leads the way. Gwyneth P looming danger on the outside. Sure thing, Captain Gwyneth P. Gwyneth P draws level. Gwyneth P causes a boil over. Gwyneth P goes home too well. Beating Sure Thing, Captain. Yeah, Sure Thing, Captain, as the horse was spoken about. Chris, that was on debut, trained by Shannon Price. Beaten, but far from disgraced. And no doubt should derive plenty of benefit from the from the debut outing. But that doesn't help putters, I suppose, who took the shorts. Good morning. Yes, yeah, Steve, good morning to you and uh, good morning, everyone. It's funny that you put that replay on because in just a moment, we're going to speak with the man that drove Sure Thing Captain, Luke Whitaker, and the other guest that I've got uh, teed up this morning is the man that trained the winner, Gwyneth P, who was first up from New Zealand and Mark Reese. So we'll be able to get the uh, the full full story on that race there from Friday. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Those that took the shorts probably weren't helped there uh, on Friday with Gwyneth P turning over. Sure thing, Captain. It'll be interesting to see where they go next with Sure Thing Captain and, to a lesser extent, where they go next with Gwyneth P because she was a nine-star maiden in New Zealand, came across there on Friday, was able to score and rate really fast time, 53.9. So both horses probably have a story to tell, that's for sure and certain. Mm, I thought, Luke, uh, not because he's just joining us now, but he, I thought he gave the horse every conceivable chance in running. And, yeah, he's with us now, Chris. Luke, good morning. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Really well. We just replayed Sure Thing Captain there from Friday, beaten, far from disgraced. Would you do anything different if you had your time over again? Um, probably at the 800, I probably would have looked towards going to, uh, towards the fence and then um, pushing the horse in front of me out. You know, uh, as you can see during the race, he, the horse in front of me wasn't really taking me anywhere. And as I went to take off and come back, and he then kicked up, so... Yeah, if I could have my things over again, I probably would have gone to the fence early. But, um, yeah, that's just one of those things in racing. You make those decisions and sometimes they don't uh, always work out. And the pace was pretty good, wasn't it, from the outset there with that horse uh, over racing up front, or one of them? Yeah, that's right. You know, um, they run a pretty quick time. And uh, Friday, the track was, you know, they had it spot on. And uh, credit to the guys, you know, the track lately has been very lightning quick. So um, the times they've been running has been... um, Unbelievable, actually. So, did he give you a good feel, though? Sure thing, Captain. Is he the real deal? Um, he's very green, uh, put it that way, Chris. Um, you know, he, obviously, he's only had one race start, and um, I think he's definitely a horse on the up, and I think, you know, towards, you know, the middle of this year, getting some racing under his belt, I think he can be a very nice horse. Okay. How did the team take that uh, that defeat there on Friday? Um, hey, it's just one of those things that that's racing. Sometimes you get beat and you just got to take it. And, uh, you know, the other horse did have a better run and I had to do a lot of work from, from the 800. And, you know, even early coming up to the gate, he didn't really, he was very green and didn't really want to go onto the gate. So, hey, that's just a thing of, uh, you know, lack of race experience um, over time and a few more races under his belt. Um, yeah, like I said, I think he can be a very nice horse. Okay. You're a former Kiwi. You've spent time in both the South and North Island. Did you do the form on that Gwyneth P? Nine start maiden going into that race there on Friday. What what did you, or how did you assess Gwyneth P? Um, to be honest, I didn't think he could beat our horse, just the way our horse trialled. And 
hey, the other horse come come from uh, New Zealand and he had raced a few times at Auckland a man or two, but uh, I wasn't expecting it to run past our horse like it did. Okay. Shannon was talking about Sydney, a possibility at the end of this month. So that's going to be the Simpson Memorial. Do you think those plans are still on, on track? Yeah, I think he was nominated for a race this Saturday, but uh, looking at the noms, it hasn't looked like it's going to get off the ground. But um, at this stage, yeah, it looks like he, he'll be heading down to Sydney to um, take on that race and then hopefully the, the New South Wales Derby. Okay, well, fingers crossed. Uh, I want to talk to you, though, about uh, the recent form surge for you because you're having a bit of a run. The end of 2022 was good. Horses like Letizia has been excellent. Uh, Quartzite a winner last week. Bonnie Prince Louis a winner last week. Be My Rock. It was a good way to end 2022, which in turn was a really special year for you in many ways, getting that Group 1 victory. Yeah, that's right, Chris. You know, December was a very very good month to me to drive nine winners I think it was and in December was massive and you know credit to the guys putting me on especially guys like Grant and, and Shannon and, and those horses that you've um, named you know without without these people and giving me the opportunity to drive these nice horses um, it gives you a lot more confidence when you're driving them. I've got to ask the question during Christmas the New Year's period how many times did you watch the Wee Man Trouble replay when you won the Queensland Trotters Cup? I haven't actually watched it for a while, to be honest with you, Chris. Um, you know, like, it's one of those things that uh, it was very special. And, um, you know, down the years to come, I will go back and look at it. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it was it was an unbelievable, unbelievable day. And to do it for Scott and, Scott and Shannon and Team Roboki was special. Okay. So you've obviously been planning your targets for 2023. What have you got in store for 2023? What's the main target for Luke Whitaker? Uh, I think it would be to drive out, drive my five-point claim would be a great start. I think that's another 35 winners away. Um, so if I can, if I can sort of head down that track and um, try and out drive my five-point claim during the season, um, would be I'd be really happy with that. Okay. Speaking of your five-point claim. It's a real advantage right now because you're getting utilised by a wide range of trainers like we just discussed. So that's really crucial for you to be out there and getting opportunities. Yeah, that's right, Chris. And, you know, to be able to get those winners home that they put in me on it, it gives the trainers a lot more confidence to put you on. And um, like I said, you drive a few winners and they, they all sort of get a bit confident in knowing that you've still got that five-point claim and, and how much of um, a hand it can be to get horses back in race races or draw better, um, it really helps a lot, as you've seen lately. Okay, so you've got about 35 to go with that claim. So would it be a realistic goal to say 50 winners for 2023? Could could that be achieved? Yeah, I thought uh, this year I had, or last year actually, I had 12 wins was my sort of goal was to drive one a year. And knowing it was going to be very hard to sort of break into the Queensland driving ranks and, and get those drives. And like you've said, 50, if I could get 54 for the year, that'd be um, that'd be unbelievable. You know, one a week would be um, would be something that I'd look to be chasing anyway. Okay, you're prepared to drive at all three tracks? Yeah, that's right, Chris. You know, like I'm not, I don't mind to go to Redcliffe or Marburg or um, or anywhere. So um, yeah, I enjoy I enjoy going to the races. So that's what it's about. Okay, you've got two drives today. Race three, number five, Red Bank Molly. First time behind this mare. Yeah, one for the um, Charlie Sini. Hey, it's drawn, drawn middle of the line and there looks to be a little bit of speed inside it. So 
um, we'll talk to him to see how he wants to be driven. But um, looking at the you know the the um, speed inside it, we'll hopefully get back and try and get over top of them. Okay, and the other drive today, race seven, number ten, be my rock. You've got a, a perfect strike rate with this guy, one for one. He was a winner last week. It's a tough draw today, though, isn't it? The outside of the second line. Yeah, that's right, Chris. I thought if he drew the front line again, like he did last week when he won, he'd be very hard to beat. Going, you know, he went one fifty three last start, but drawing the back row, it's going to make it very tough for him. But hey, he's sort of a horse that I really like the way. He give me the feel last week. So I think once he draws the front row again and can sort of roll out and get to that front where he sort of loves to roll along and just make it a genuine tempo, um, I think he's still got a few more wins in, in the bell that horse. Okay. Well, Ronnie Sellers, the trainer, does a really good job with his team. So uh, it, it won't be a complete shock if he is good enough to overcome that draw today. He just needs that little bit of luck. Yeah, that's right. I think, you know, if, if there is a bit of speed early and they do look to back off after that first quarter I think I'd like to put him in the race again because if I think if I can get to the park position and sort of keep the tempo rolling he's pretty honest and um, yeah I, I think if I can sort of do something like that he's still within a chance but it's it's if I get that chance to get around there at some stage Okay I haven't looked at the rest of the week but have you got drives coming up over the next couple of days at Redmond? Uh One on Wednesday for Grant and another one on Thursday for Grant as well. So, you know, him and Trista Trist have been a massive support of me um, since coming over to Queensland, so I can't thank those guys enough. And how does the weekend look Friday, Saturday at Albion Park? Uh, nominations have just come out, but there looks like there's going to be three or four there that um, look like they've uh, rated pretty well again. Quartzite's, uh, he's in again with a five-point claim, so he should draw handy in the way he, he gave me a feel on Friday. It'd be pretty tough to beat again if he can roll forward. Okay, well, let's keep this good form going. As you said, December was a good month and uh, you've got the eye in. So, hungry for more success. Let's hope the winners keep rolling in 2023. Thanks, Chris. Luke Whitaker joining us. So, uh, yeah, far from disappointed there, Steve, with uh, sure thing captain going down. But uh, Gwyneth P was just a little too good. The man that puts the polish on Gwyneth P is now joining us, Mark Reese. Mark, good morning. Yeah, Chris, how are you? Really well, really well. Did she surprise you on Friday, Gwyneth P, with that victory? Oh, she sure did. Look, she, she when she arrived, I we worked her, and oh, she was she got off the truck, and she was little skinny thing, and and I thought, oh, we've done our dough here, and um, <laughs> I worked her a few times you know, in the sand with a couple of other horses, and they beat her easily, and. I thought we'd be struggling to get our money back here, and then we threw the hobbles on her on on Friday, and she went like that. <laughs> yeah, couldn't believe fifty three nine. Yeah, that's fast yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was a good run. Yeah, absolutely, and, and beating a good horse as well. Uh, he's obviously still young and inexperienced, but uh, he, he's a natural talent by the look of it. So it's a good scalp. Yeah, look, she's uh, um. Looking back at the race now, uh, and and looking at her, she's a uh, she's a gold ace, and I've had a, a little bit of uh, experience with uh, the gold aces with um, Woodley Diego, and he's a very similar sort of a horse, where he's a he's, he's a lean looking little speedy thing, that sort of needs the right run, and um, and you don't you know you can't work it too much, and uh, and so I, I think she'll be exactly the same. Okay. Just on the progeny of the Gold Ace, though, and I'm glad you raised Woodley Diego. 
The key thing, though, with these horses, they do have speed. Oh, yeah. Woodley, Woodley Diego can follow any speed. It's just whether, you know, he runs off off that speed and can sprint home. Um, you know, like if he's if you work him too hard during the week, he won't. If you don't, he seems to be able to do it. So he's just one of, I think it's the breed. They're just one of that, that breed that you just don't, you just don't work at all during the week and they give you a good one, um, you know, once a week. Yeah, well... She looked good on Friday, no, no doubt about it. What are we looking at next with Gwyneth B? Is there anything coming up that you can sort of focus on with her? Oh, look, I, I've, I've just nominated her for one of those uh, uh, one-win pace uh, next Friday. And then I'll probably look at... Uh, they're those mares races on Saturday night. I, I, I just don't... I don't think she'd be out of one of those. Yeah. Um, they, they have a $20,000 one every month, so probably aim for one of them. Aim big first, and then you can always drop back. Yep, fair enough, fair enough. Well, she looks like she is going to be a, a fun little horse for her connections. It was a, a very good debut there last Friday. Another Kiwi that you produced last week that looked good winning first up was Madrigal. She was able to score at Reckliff last week, got the job done, 2 minutes point two, twenty-nine six, twenty-eight seven on the way home, did it easily. Do you rate this filly? Oh, she's a she's a nice filly. This one, um, she's a, a big, big, strong uh, Captain Treacherous filly. She's um, she's got a mind of her own. She's a handful, um, but look, when she sorts herself out, she's got a ton of speed. But she's just a bit wayward at the moment. Uh, Narissa does a, did a really good job on her on actually last Wednesday night because um, she's she's not easy to to drive. Uh, but I, I think if I can give her a spell. Bring her back in winter time when it's you know not so hot and she mightn't be as fizzy then and we you know we might see a nice horse. Okay, she is due to race again. This is it Thursday. I uh, uh, yeah yes Thursday. Yeah. I put her in one of those one win ones and then uh, and then she can go for a she can go for a spell. Um, right. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of dreaming big, do you sort of have in the back of your mind? Queensland Oaks is that is that something that you can sort of start sort of just toying with now with Madrigal if she if she happens to win again on Thursday do you sort of put her away and think Queensland Carnival Winter Carnival that's what we're going to do oh look I if she won again on on Thursday I'd, I'd put her away and then if she sort of you know had six six weeks off or a couple of months off and then she came back and she was you know like her track work was quite good oh I definitely have a look at it because. She's got a lot of speed and she's big and strong. Yeah. So I don't think the uh, yeah, distance, I think the, when, when she gets over a bit of distance, she'll, um, she'll be a better horse too. Sure, sure. Did both of these mares come over at the same time? Gwyneth P was from the North Island, Madrigal from the South Island, but did they make it over to Australia at the same time? No, they were a couple of weeks apart, Chris. Um, Madrigal came first, um, and uh, yeah, then then we bought the the other one um, was offered to us about a week after Madrigal arrived, and we and we bought it. We we we, we had about ten to look at, and and um, she she was probably the, the the pick of them, and we went with her. Okay. The first, the first, just... Chris, the first, sorry, the first, the, the Madrigal, my, my Nana bought it, Madrigal, my mum. So, yeah, okay. um, and when, when she arrived, um, 
when she arrived over here, she was such a good-looking horse. We we thought, oh, when we got offered a few more, I I sort of I said we we might buy one more, and um and we went through a few of them, and that's why we bought the other one. Yeah. Well, the reason I was asking, by the sound of the way you've described a Madrigal's big, strong-looking filly, Gwyneth P, a little light on, so it would have been easy to tell them apart. Oh, look, when, that's what I said. When, when uh, Gwyneth P turned up, I, I was disappointed. <laughs> because she, I, I was going to put her back on the truck. She's only about 14 and a half. She's, uh, the smallest horse I've got is Molly's Mary Ellen. She's smaller than her. So... Oh, yeah. You know, and I thought, uh, I, I was disappointed, but I'm not now. <laughs> no, and with good reason as well. Hey, you're coming off a, a, a PB season. Uh, 2022 was good for you. 33 winners in total. Were you satisfied with the way things went last year? Oh, yeah. I, I, I had a great season. Well, I thought I did. Yeah. I was, um, yeah, I, uh, sort of, uh, had, I had a few good horses. Um uh, this year, uh, I think if you turn them over, Chris, like years years gone by, I've kept the same ones for years and years, and I haven't, uh, you know, just being by myself and that, I haven't sort of had the money to go buy, you know, buy another horse. So I've just kept the same ones for for years, and they tend to hit their use by date, and and that's when everything slackens off. Well, this year I've I've turned them over a bit, and and that's why that's why I'm I'm getting you know I've got I'm getting a few winners. Yeah, well, you've been consistent over a fair period of time, but last year, 33 winners, PB season, so job well done there. I've got to ask the question, what is the best horse that you've put a bridle on? Oh, um, uh, look, if if you take the times away, because horses of yesteryear, they, they, um, you know, their times weren't as good as the horses these days, but the best horse I ever had was a horse called Turkey Kiwi back in the uh, early 90s, early to mid 90s. He, oh, look, I was just starting off in racing and I, I knew nothing about anything. <laughs> and uh, he won 26 races for me and about 80,000 in prize money, which in those days was about double that. And um, mm. like, he was he was a great old horse, a great old horse. He was a big chestnut, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, with a big blonde mane. Everyone yeah. loved him. <laughs> yeah, I remember him. I remember him. Hey, you've got two runners today. Race yeah. seven, number nine, what a jolt. How frustrating is this guy for you? My daughter sent him up to me. <laughs> and I promised I'll get him a win. I'll get her a win before I send him send him back or retired him. And, I, um, and he is frustrating. Um Look, when she sent him up to me, she said, look, he's been off the... He, he had really good... Well, he had nine wins from about 23 starts. and um, But she didn't tell me he hadn't raced for four years. So that's the problem, I think. Um, he's, yeah, it's just he's, he's fit as he's going to get now. Um, I don't know whether I'll get a win out of him. <laughs> Do you think he's still got the, the will to win himself? Uh, look, it's, it's hard to say. Um, he, he tries. He's a he's a good trying horse. He just he just sort of he just no, I don't know. He's a bit one paced these days. Um, yeah, I, look, he, he, it may be it may be a few more starts, and he uh, I may be looking for a, an owner to, for a riding horse with him. Okay, and and Molly's Mariel, she's been a ripper for you. Uh, this mare, she tries her heart out, and she was uh, awesome last week chasing home Slip the Hundy in fifty two four. Yeah, she's a tough old thing. And the, the trouble with her is there's only a, a couple of drivers in Queensland that, that can drive her. Um, and 
because she's hard to drive and she's she's just uh, she gets a bit mental at the races and um Narissa drives her well um and um uh, Moff, um, he seems to drive her well too. So they're the two so far that have been able to drive her well. Oh, Maddie, Maddie Elkins as well. Um, yeah. So there's three of them that can drive her. Um, okay. And, and I've been putting other people on and it hasn't worked. Right. Is, is she a headstrong mare, is she? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's it's her way or the highway by the sound. Well, look, the thing we worked out with her, um, when we first got her, we were, we were sort of, taking sits with her and letting her run home and stuff like that. And, and she doesn't like it. If you just turn her, turn her loose and don't try and struggle with her, just turn her loose and let her run, even if she, she's up in the death seat, she'll she'll just keep going. <laughs> she just keeps ploughing along. And as soon as you try and grab her up, that's when the drama starts. Okay. So the plan today from gate five, she's in the last race, just keep pushing just forward. forward. I mean, it's going to be hard, but she'll just go forward. All right. Well, she's been a ripper. There's no doubt about it. Molly's Mary L. Hey, you mentioned your daughter, Amy. She's in Bathurst. Uh, is, is she loving life down there? Or is she any chance of returning home? Uh, I don't think she'll come home in the near future. They've just bought a house at Bathurst, and she's got a full-time job now as a journalist with the uh, Western Advocate. So um, she's doing quite well down there. Yeah, loving life by the sound of it. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. yeah. Good start. Good start. Well, He's hoping that you've got uh, another big season in you. You can top uh, 33 for this year. And by the look of it, with Madrigal and Gwyneth P, they could uh, add to that tally uh, quite easily this year. They both looked uh, really good so far. Yes, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, if, you know, if they both perform, uh, I probably will get it. Well, really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside later today. Thank you, Chris. There's Mark Reese joining us. So uh, two nice one uh, winners there last week, Steve. Both former Kiwis. Gwyneth Peed turning over sure thing captain. And Madrigal looked good last Wednesday night. And she'll start again Thursday afternoon. So a filly by Captain Treacherous that we can keep an eye on. Hopefully she might measure up to the Queensland Oaks later this year. Racetrack Ralphie joins us for the new year. Many happy returns, Ralphie. What have you got for us today? Yeah, morning, Chris. And happy new year to all the punters out there. Look, I think we can strike early in the program and go with race one, number seven. That's Hammer Sun. It's hard to believe that this guy is still yet to win uh, a race here in Queensland. He's had the six placings from 15 starts at the creek, and his past few starts have been off a fairly decent-sized handicaps. Well, today he comes back to the 20-metre tape, so that's going to see him well there. He's recent form and solid. And I think the smaller field's going to help him immensely here. Look, I think you'll go very close uh, today for Doug Lee and uh, go and take out the first race for their 2023 New Year in Queensland. So race well, one, number seven, Hammer Sun. We've put up a good case for him, no question about it. And we're going early in 2023. Race one, number seven, Hammer Sun. Did you make any resolutions uh, on Saturday night, Ralphie? Uh, try and back more winners, Chris. <laughs> yeah. you, you and me both. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> hey, Ralph, we really appreciate oh, your time this morning. We'll see the tracks later today. And, um, okay, thanks, Chris. Together.